Hi there, thank you for joining me for a weekly word where we are talking about the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. I'm so glad that you are with me. Uh, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. I'm from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. And uh, um, across the summer, we're going to take some time to look at um, this classic book by C.S. Lewis to talk about our faith and to talk about the, the hope that we have in Jesus. So, Last week, I introduced the book in general. Uh, today, the, the story kind of begins with the children, uh, Peter, Susan, uh, Edmund, and Lucy, making the best of a bad situation. Uh, they are out in this big country manor uh, because of the London Blitz in World War II. Uh, they're separated from their family, but at least they have each other. And they're on this big country estate and as they're talking about how they're going to make the best of their situation, uh, one of the things that they talk about is being able to see the wild animals out in the country. And they start kind of naming different animals that they're going to see, uh, foxes and badgers and, and whatever else. Uh, and I think that there's a little bit of foreshadowing that's going on there because they they're, they're kind of have this image that they're going to be around these animals. Um, and when they get to Narnia, that is indeed what's going to happen to them. Uh, they're going to be surrounded by intelligent uh, talking animals. Um, this is a work of fiction, uh, a work of fiction that's helping us to know something that is importantly true. So while they're very excited uh, to be able to explore the grounds, uh, the next day when they get up, it's raining. And instead of exploring the grounds, they decide, we're going to explore this house, which is huge, and there are suits of armor and all kinds of neat things all throughout the place. And in one of the rooms, Lucy, the youngest, uh, finds a wardrobe. And in the wardrobe, she finds a whole bunch of fur coats. Now, this is you know back before the whole uh, fur is murder movement and all of that type of stuff. Uh, and if you've ever touched real fur, uh, I mean, it is very nice uh, and very soft and, and, and all of that. And, uh, and she, just, she just feels like she needs to get herself in among those coats so that she can feel that. And as she goes into the wardrobe, she kind of keeps going back in and further in and further in. And she thinks, boy, this is a really deep wardrobe. And eventually, instead of feeling soft fur, you know, like animal fur, she starts feeling prickly fur, as in branches of fur trees. And she notices that it's getting cold. And she comes out into the light, and there's a lamp post that is just kind of in the middle of a wood. And she's looking around at the forest, at the snow, and she meets one of the first citizens of Narnia that we meet in the book, the first citizen of Narnia that we meet in the book, um, a character by the name of Tumnus. Now, Tumnus, Tumnus is a, a fawn, F-A-U-N. This is a creature that comes to us out of Roman mythology. Uh, a fawn it, from the bottom down, or about from the waist down, I should say, is a goat with um, hooves, uh, and from the waist up is a human, um, except they tend to have curly hair and horns. And this is one of the things that, that Lewis does, is he recognizes that mythology 
can be a powerful tool to express important truths. So he feels very free to use mythological uh, symbols and images throughout the books in order to point us to some truths about Jesus. And uh, in this case, Tumnus is, is just a character. He, he comes in. Uh, he's an important character as we go through the book. Um, he's going to reveal some things to us in his conversation with Lucy. Uh, he's going to reveal that Narnia is a world without humans, or at least it seems to be. Um, there is one character, the White Witch, who kind of presents herself as human, but we will learn she, that she's really not. Um, it's from Tumnus that we learn that Narnia is a land that it's always winter and never Christmas. We learn that, uh, that Tumnus is a kidnapper. Um, he, uh, he has been given a job by the White Witch. He's, he puts it this way. He says, I had orders from the White Witch that if ever I saw a son of Adam or a daughter of Eve in the wood, I was to catch them and hand them over to her. Now, there is a little bit of a mystery still in terms of why the White Witch would want anybody to do this, um, and that's going to be revealed later, but I, I'll say for now that there is a prophecy about um, two boys and two girls, two sons of Adam and two daughters of Eve, uh, who would come in and they would fulfill a prophecy. And as Tumnus is talking, I think one of the things that we see is that he is living in a world that is in rebellion against its creator. You know, all is not well in Narnia. You know, he tells Lucy some stories about the past, about changing seasons and, and dances and joyful, beautiful things that, that used to happen. But now, now it's always winter and never Christmas. There's this impending gloom that, that hangs over everything. And as we hear that, I think we do well to think back to Genesis chapter 3, where Adam and Eve, who've also been introduced into our story here, um, they disobeyed God, and the world became a place that lives in rebellion against God. You know, and we can see that in all kinds of different ways in our own lives and in our world. We, we can see it in the way that uh, justice is perverted among us. We can see it in the way that uh, we have people who lack. Uh, we can see it in the way that people are mistreated, the violence that is in our world. What, what Lewis is doing is he's showing us a world that is in rebellion, but he's doing it in a safe way that we can kind of start to wrestle with it in a, in a softer manner so that later we can deal with some more difficult topics. And I, I think that that's actually a wise thing to do, uh, to deal with something a little bit safer. And then, you know, you, as you introduce that, you can deal with bigger issues. Narnia is also a world that has a sense of right and wrong. And this is important too, uh, because even though Tumnus was a kidnapper and he was supposed to um, take Lucy to the White Queen, he definitely has a sense that what he's doing is wrong. Um, he played a, a song for uh, Lucy on a, a magic uh, reed pipe that caused her to fall asleep. And, uh, and his plan was to take her, but then he, he repents. He recognizes that what he's doing is wrong. He has a, a change of heart. Uh, and he chooses at 
his own personal risk to do what is right, namely to take Lucy back to the lamp post so that she can find her way home. And it's, it's here that we get our first experience of forgiveness in this book. And Lucy is often the character that does the right thing at first. Um, it's one of the things I love about that character. And uh, even though Tumnus had tried to kidnap her, uh, he did, in the end, do the right thing. And as they're parting, there is a, this lovely scene, and he, she very much forgives him. And that is an important point of conversation in our families, too. Uh, or even just talking about the world, because this is one of the things that we are sadly lacking. There is uh, no forgiveness for people who do things that are wrong, uh, even for people who make mistakes. Uh, there, there, there's very little to no grace in, in this broken world that we live in. And so now Lewis is, is introducing that, that idea of forgiveness to us, which is going to be a bigger deal later. Now, Narnia doesn't really have a context to understand why forgiveness matters. We don't have a context yet in the book in terms of why people can forgive one another. In our lives, we do. And I think it's important for us to talk about this with people, and particularly with our children, that we can forgive each other because Jesus has died and, and risen for us. Uh, and we live in his forgiveness as parents, uh, as children, and we share that forgiveness with each other. And, uh, and I think that this is a first opportunity to kind of a little chat about that type of a thing. So Tumnus brings Lucy back to the lamppost. Lucy goes back through the fur trees, back through the fur coats. And because, uh, because she's a smart girl and she knows that it is a very silly thing to shut oneself into a wardrobe, um, that's a phrase that comes up multiple times in the book, and uh, um, I think it's one of the ways that we see that Lewis wrote this for children. Um, she comes back out, she sees her way, and she wants to tell her, her siblings about this because she's had this adventure. But when she comes back, the wardrobe is normal, and the others can't return to Narnia. And there's an important truth here that I think connects to how we understand how people come to faith. In the small catechism, we say uh, under the third article of the Apostles' Creed that the Holy Spirit calls, gathers, and enlightens us. He's the one who creates faith in us. And Narnia has the sense that there is someone on the other side who calls you in, who calls you to, to be part of this world. And that's very much parallel to how God works in our lives, that he calls us into a right relationship with him. And this highlights that, that sometimes when we tell the truth, we're not going to be believed. Because when Lucy told her, her siblings what had happened, they didn't believe her. And she had to kind of stick to her guns. And, uh, and sometimes... Sometimes we have to hold on to this faith and, and hold on to this confession of what Jesus has done despite the fact that others do not believe us. And there is no earthly proof that's actually available. And this is going to set something up that's important as the book goes on. It's going to set up a conflict with Edmund uh, because Edmund is going to be a little stinker through the rest of the book. 
um, and his experience as he finds his way into Narnia is going to be the focus of our next episode. Thanks for taking some time to be with me. Um, I hope that this is something that you're enjoying. If you are, please like it, rate it, share it. Um, I really think that uh, um, if you enjoy it, somebody else will. If you find it helpful, somebody else will. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, and then come back next week and we'll talk a little bit about Edmund. Mm-hmm.